0: And welcome back to another edition of On The Board Sports. I'm your host, Will Trucci, a.k.a. Will C. Along with my main man, Sean Thomas, a.k.a. Sean T. And along with our wonderful producer, Brian, who was on our previous episode of the podcast. He's awesome in a capital A, just meeting him today. Just truly one of the better guys we've. We've met here, yeah, man. Yeah, we've we've met another one in the long line of awesome people here at Gotham Podcast. Absolutely, Gotham Podcast Studios is churning them out right now. Eli, Lee, Miles, Mike, Miles. Can't forget about Miles.
1: And out the first producer we ever had, Caleb. Caleb, Caleb.
0: miss that Caleb. guy. Yeah,
1: man. I miss you Caleb,
0: man. Miss that guy. Yeah, man. Let's throw out some handles right now. Yep, you can follow us at On the Board Sports. That's Owen T H E. B-O-A-R-D-S-P-O-R-T-S on the board sports on Instagram and on Twitter just without the S at the end on the board sport. You can follow our personal handles. I'm on Instagram (laughs) posting like a lunatic about the Islanders right now, but that's okay. (laughs) Just wait for baseball season, folks. Just wait for baseball season. You can follow me on Instagram at WTrucci. That's W... No, that's... I'm sorry. Will Trucci. W I L L C H I A R U C C I. And you could also follow me on Twitter at W just W C H I A R U C C I. And Sean, what's your handle, buddy?
1: Seanie Maestro. S H A W N Y M A E S T R O. Seanie Maestro is the Instagram and the Twitter. So give me a follow. Send me a bird. Or just send me some love, man. Say, "Hey, Sean, have a nice day." I reply, "You have a nice day as well."
0: Bird is the word. Bird is the word.
1: Apparently, not at first base for the New York Yankees. Well, <laughs> well, we'll get to we'll get to
0: the Yankees in a minute.
1: They prefer a uh, a text, not a vertex. A void text, get it?
0: Yes, I get it. Was that that, good? That's pretty good. My bad. You did a very good segue right there. Thank you, sir. Going to the uh, New York Yankees right now, and everybody in spring training right now, Aaron Judge came out the other day saying that they might break the home run record that they put on last year. And you look at this team right now, and they are just Hitting home runs left and right. Judge is doing judge-like things. Uh, Gleyber Torres is doing Gleyber Torres-like things. Gary Sanchez has been hitting the ball pretty good so far. But the one thing that irks me right now is the fact that Luis Severino is out for a couple weeks. And it might look like... At the minimum. At the minimum. And it looks like he's going to be out for a little bit longer with a...
1: Uh, he has uh, rotator cuff inflammation.
0: E not good. Not good. And he's one of the better pitchers when healthy in the American League, if not in all of baseball. But you know what? L- look, listen, Sean. It's a huge blow that they lost him. But you also got to look at, too, with this team, they still have CeCe Sabathia. Can he be old reliable? Jordan Montgomery, can he come up and – do his thing with uh, coming back from Tommy John surgery, Tommy. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they just traded away Sonny Gray, and Sonny Gray's ripping the Yankees for forcing him to throw the wrong, uh, the, wrong pitch. the wrong pitch. But yeah. hey, look, listen, you don't play in Oakland anymore with all that foul territory, so you're gonna have to come back and, and battle some of these pitchers here, yeah. uh, in- batters, excuse me. But uh, you know. They they have J.A. Hat. They signed him to a two-year deal. And uh, there might be, like, a, one, one guy that I'm missing. Did I say Tanaka already? Nope. Masahiro Tanaka, the only right-handed hitter, is in there right now. Uh, pitcher. Pitcher right now, excuse me. There's a lot of things that are going on right now. But, uh, you know, Yankees are also looking into using Chad Green and Jonathan Holder as a one-to-two inning starter. Look, listen, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with this team, man, with their starters, to be honest with you. We know what the lineup's going to do. We know that. The question is, can they sustain three, four-inning, five-inning guy and then get to the bullpen, get to that four-headed, five-headed monster, you know, Let's see what happens there? Sean, I know you got something to say with the Yankees, so... Let's hear your take on the Bronx Bombers.
1: Well, of course he gets hurt right after signing a four-year $40 million deal. Of course. Right. That's how it happens. Well, it's almost like this is why you see in the NFL they don't like to pay backs, the running backs, because you you just get one off the street and thing. Or draft them. Or draft them. This is why pitchers are a dime a dozen because— Something goes wrong in the elbow, the shoulder, the finger, the arm, and that's it. That can be a career-ending thing. So obviously this isn't that, but, um, you know, he was slated to be on the mound on the 28th, and it looks like, you know, it doesn't look like he's going to make that start because, well, this was supposed to be his first start of the spring, get him going into the groove. And so now, and then he did the test, and he wasn't feeling right. He do the MRI, and he sees this will it's good they caught it now. It's better they caught it now early in the spring when they could reassess their registration will But, well, not only that, they can decide, hey, are we going to go the free agency route? Are we going to go the trade route? Are we going to stand firm and bring someone up from the farm? So they have a decision to make in terms of who's eventually going to be that fifth guy, Will. But, hey, l- listen, Will, and it's kind of like you said. They're going to put up. Did, did, well, will they break the home run record? Well, I don't think so. But you know what record I think they could easily break? I think they could easily break the record for teams run scored in a year. I think they could break that easy. So I think they're going to score, what, five a pop, six runs a game, easy. Um. So what? it goes back to what you said. Can those arms, can the guys – Go five. Can they go six and get it to the pen? Because if they get it to the pen, well, the game's over.
0: Yeah, and especially with, you know, yeah, Roll of Chapman closing games, Dylan Patance is coming in and doing his thing. Uh, they just signed Adam Antivito. Zach Britton. And- Zach Britton coming back in, and then Chad Green coming back, too. So that's, a, like I said, a five-headed monster right five-headed there. Five-headed monster. So, you know, it's, it's truly awe-inspiring, to say to the very least, right there, with regards to the Yankees' bullpen. But the question is now... Can they do this on an every-night basis? Again, you play 162 games for a reason. You know what I mean? Baseball isn't a sprint. It's a marathon. So they got to go out there and just play the game the way how they've been playing it. Uh, you know, with the rotation, you're hearing rumors that Dallas Kaiko, he's still a free agent. Gio Gonzalez. Even bringing back Bartolo Colon again. You know, who knows? Anything's possible. It could, 40, it, what forty-four now? 43? Forty-five. Jesus, I know it's crazy.
1: I think I throw a freaking harder, harder fastball than him at, at this point, Will. Mm. <laughs> mm. But um, well, if I'm well, but let me ask you, Will, if to to replace that fifth guy, which route, which route would you go? Would you go <laughs> trade, free agency, or the farm?
0: Farm. Uh, Sean, you know me. The best best thing to do as when you're building a team is you look within-house. You don't make a trade to make a trade.
1: But, Will, my follow-up question is, if they're going to go to the farm, is it a guarantee that that someone in the farm can be ready to be the fifth starter on a team that is projected to contend? I I think so. I think so. And my follow-up question to that, Will, is... Well, let's say this guy from the farm can only go three innings, four innings. Then you got to tax the pen every fifth day. Well, with Boston, I don't think you can afford to do that every fifth day.
0: I hear you. I understand where you're coming from with that. But at that same point in time, you don't want to give up players. I know everybody's talking about the farm here and everything like that. And, oh, you can't prospect hoard and anything like that. We're not talking about prospect hoarding. We're talking about guys that want to be here in New York, A, and B, if they have that mental makeup to come in and play. Mm -hmm. You know, anybody that's in the majors or in the minors can throw hard or can have some sort of control. It's all about putting and muting out the New York media. That's number one. Number two, you know, you got to go in and, you just got to – you got to play hard and everything like that on an everyday basis and you have to be focused. You have to be squared away. You know, that's what makes the – that's what separates the the great legends of New York baseball lore from the uh, – from, you know, the uh, – all the back backburning stories and everything like that, you know, which comes from the likes of uh, like a Carl Pavano. Uh, you know, Jared Wright, you want to throw in Jason Giambi in there too. Giambi. You know, that's fine. But how winners do it, how teams have been doing it over the past 20 or so years, you build your team from within, you know, and that's, that's very, very simple.
1: Well, I agree. I wouldn't go the trade route. I would go, well, the route I would go it depends on how long he's going to be hurt. If he comes back in two weeks and he needs another two weeks and another month or or two months, the next two weeks will let me know. Because if he's not ready to start throwing again and be ready, right. I will go right. the fringe zero. Mm-hmm. Now that's now. Well, you're banking on Keiko and Gio or whoever still being there in two weeks. I don't think they will be. Cause well, as we see seen in spring, everybody gets hurt. Mm-hmm. So I think within the next week or two, both 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 of those guys are going to be gone. But well, if he's gonna come back and be good, you know, then yeah, you know, you 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 go to farm route. You go with someone that you trust, you know. Well, cause you know, well, I mean, you know, everybody's uh, talking about oh well, you know, you got um uh uh I forgot the guy's name, but uh they have some other guys in the farm, uh, Luis Sessa, uh, uh, Domingo,
0: Ramon,
1: uh, oh, Right. So they have some guys who pitched up here last year that you have the confidence in, that you can give the ball to every fifth day. Mm-hmm. And be like, All right, what well, do you know? Every fifth day for three, four weeks. Just yeah. go out there, you know, hold on the fort till Luis comes back, and then we send you back down uh, to, you know, um, to the farm, you
0: know? Yeah, and then you look at, too, like, if they do get that if those prospects do get a call up, they're only there to help out. To help out the big league club, which is rightfully so what you do. You know what I mean? You don't go out as I said before and just make a trade to make a trade. You you don't you don't do that, you know? So there's a lot of things that ultimately need to be said here, but there's uh there's a lot of things that ultimately need to happen for this Yankees team and right now the uh starting rotation is one and then Sean, you mentioned first base before. What do you think about the whole Greg Bird, Luke Void situation that's happening right now?
1: Both of them are having pretty good springs, but Void is showing the power that he did when he when he when he first got mm-hmm. here, will and well, you kinda got the feeling that I think I think Aaron Aaron Boone even uh said this. It was a to lose. And he hasn't lost it yet. Granted, it's only March, what uh, six? So right. there's still, you know, two and a half, three weeks of you no know, spring games left. But um, you, you know what? Well, well, I'm a believer in, you know, I don't think you could have Bird on the bench, but I think you can not have White on the bench. I think if Bird doesn't win the job, I think you have to put him in AAA because I think you have to keep him going. You just can't have him sitting on the bench playing once a week.
0: But let me ask you this now: Who's going to back him up? Who's going to back up Voight or, or Bird, whatever, backing, backing each other up at first base? Who's going to be that guy?
1: Well, that's the thing. I think you signed Lemayu for a reason. Now, I know they said he may play the outfield some, but I think the Yankees viewed him as more as a utility guy, a guy that could come in and play
0: right his,
1: uh, second, right. or will. Or if he makes the big league club, do you go the route of a Troy Tulowitzki, uh, right? And maybe have him take some uh, uh grumbles there. Probably not, but they have options there. But well, I'm a believer in I'm. I'm not a Greg Bird fan, mm-hmm. but I'm. A, but I believe in him, and I believe that the Yankees are predominantly right-handed hitting team, power team, especially. You have that sweet stroke from the left side, that short porch and right. We see when Greg Bird is on, he can be on. Mm-hmm. He can hit him out with with the saying, um, Likes. So I would like to see Bird win the job. I think Voight's going to win the job. We shall see.
0: I would like to see Bird win it just because of the fact that he's a lefty one. Yankees need left-handed hitting in the worst way possible. Worst way. <laughs> in the worst way. And then number two, you know, he's been working hard to get back that first base uh, starting position. Right. So there's uh, there's a lot to be said there uh, with regards to number 33. But, uh, you know, if he could go opposite field and beat the shift, that's a huge plus over having the power numbers that Voight has. Because sometimes, I think Tommy Weber said the best in our last episode that we talked about baseball with him. And everybody falls in love with the home run a little bit too much, you know. You get one crack of the bat, ball goes out. What if Bird hits, like, 40 to 50 doubles? You know what I mean? Half of them, or at least a quarter of them, he goes the opposite way on, on those. You know what I mean? So it's – you can't fall in love with the power numbers. You have to fall in love with the all-around game. And that's, I think – that's why I like Bird, if he were to come back and do his thing.
1: I feel like if you don't start him, I feel like you're going to – not lose him for the rest of his career. Right. Uh confidence wise, but I don't but I think he's gonna go to go to start the season, Will, in triple A and I think he's he's gonna be a mess. Now he could prove me wrong and go to AAA A and tear it up, but I think psycholo- 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 psychologically, psychologically right. thank you,
0: Will. You're welcome. I think
1: give him a start. You you could put Voight on, on the bench. Yeah. That's what he was doing before you straightened him. So, yeah. you know, start Bird, put Voight on the bench. It strengthens your bench. A pinch hitter against a tough lefty, you could replace Bird with Voight.
0: Or you have LeMahieu, like you said. Oh, you have
1: right. So Yankees have options there.
0: Absolutely, they have options, you know. And speaking of another team that has options, the New York Mets. Sean, what's your take on this team so far this uh for the first couple of weeks in into spring training?
1: Spring training, I like what I see from a certain uh, standpoint. standpoints. Um I don't like what I see from the pen. The pen has gotten uh, beat up some, and uh no, that was a major concern of us last year. For me, it hasn't looked good in the eighth inning role, but listen, it's it's a new role for him. He has to get used to it, so on and so forth. Edwin, uh, Diaz well, he looked good, but he added a bit of, uh, issue of, um, the walks. I think in his, I think in his two, three, uh, the, uh um, uh, parents as well in, in the spring. I think he's walked a better uh, every time. So that's not good. You want to see a guy come in, close, close the game, be clean. Excuse me. So from the pen, um, that's a concern of mine, um, Well, the starting uh, rotation roll has been pretty, pretty good. I know um, Noah Syndergaard the other day, well, he had a very weird line. He didn't allow any runs. I think he only allowed like two or three hits. But he walked five. So getting that control down early in the spring is there. Well, offensively, well, Peter Alonzo is getting the Mets. A reason to start him at first base. Come the beginning of the year, mm. he's tearing the cover off the ball. Dominic Smith, he hit a home run the other today. He's playing well, well. Um, Robinson Cano, he's having a solid spring. Contrato, he's having a solid spring. Hitting wise, well, we're doing pretty, pretty good. I like what I'm seeing from the bats. We've we've been scoring a whole, a bunch of runs. I mean, it sucks that Brett, uh, oh, Larry's hurt. That Todd is hurt, so we may not see him during the spring. Is Brett the- Lowry's a Met? Yes. Really? I mean, not Brett. Jed Lowry, I'm sorry. I was about to say, Jed Brett, Lowry. Brett Lowry back in
0: Major League Baseball? I'm sorry. Jed Lowry. Jed Lowry, there we go. I'm sorry, bro.
1: It sucks that the both of those guys are hurt, but well, I, I still like um what I see. Uh, Jeff McNeil, too, he's playing well. Where are these guys going to fit? Well, I think the Yankees and Mets have... Infield position questions. The both of them do Mm -hmm. because I think you look at the um, uh, Yankees. world who's playing first? Nobody knows. Second base. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Third base. Andrew Har. Andrew Har. Shortstop. Glaber. Glaber. That's all you know. That's all you know. Second and first. Nobody knows. Or will. Or they can opt to put. May at second base, or put Glaber at second, Troy Tulowitzki at short. They could do many, many things. The Mets are the same way, Will. well, the Mets have four guys that could play first. Alonzo, Dominic Smith, Frazier, uh, Cano. Second base, it seems like uh, Robinson Cano, that's the only staple that we have. And obviously a uh, um, uh, shortstop.
0: Ahmed Rosario. Right,
1: correct. Third and first, who the hell is playing these spots right. for the Mets? Well, so to me it's because McNeil could play third, he could play first, but now you're hearing that they're going to go with a, an outfield will of McNeil on the left, Conforto, um, sorry, McNeil on the left, Nimmo in center, Conforto in right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, who, well, who's playing third? It was supposed to be Larry or a wheel, but both, but both of those guys are hurt. So it's almost like do you now put Lagarus in center and move from foot to the left? Well, th- that's going to be a very interesting interesting thing to see what Mickey Callaway does. But well, to make a long story short, uh, pitching wise it could be a little a little bit uh, you know uh, uh, smoother uh, walks wise well, but the hitting I love what I'm seeing.
0: Yeah, and you know what, too? I-, I just personally just like this team right now. You know, with what you're seeing, and also Sean. What's your take on Tim Tebow? Well, that's a funny thing.
1: Tebow had a couple hits the other day. He went to opposite field. And it's one of those things where, well, you're hearing he could start the season at AAA. Right. And, you know, that's another guy. Well, they know they're they're playing him in left field. You know, personally, I would have Tim Tebow playing playing first. Tim Tebow was a put-together guy. Absolutely. Now, does he have the athleticism that he did when he was, you know, playing for um, uh, Florida and for the Jets and uh, the Patriots and the Broncos? Probably not. But, you know, um, if they haven't played the outfit, I'm sure they see something there. But, well, it's going to be very, very interesting. You know, depending on how the season goes, you know, if Tim Tebow gets called up, I mean, could you imagine the media frenzy at whichever – stadium that it is I would assume it would be home but um you know could you just imagine the media frenzy that were going
0: you know I don't know I really don't know to be honest with you um there's a lot of things that ultimately can happen and will happen probably from the start the the end of spring training to whenever the uh you know whenever Tibo ca- gets called up in in the season he could be used as a fourth or fifth outfielder option at that time but Dude, it's it's just crazy, bro It's absolutely crazy to say the very least That we're actually having a discussion about Tim Tebow Knocking on the door and probably getting his cup of coffee In the major leagues right. it's, it's crazy, bro That's crazy. It's crazy
1: But it goes so well He's put in the work The Mets did not start him at some high level No They started him at the bottom And he's hit, he's hit, he's played well He's hit, he's hit and now, well, the Mets made a smart thing. I don't know why their AAA team for all these years was in Vegas, <laughs> but the Washington, uh, the, the Nationals, they they moved their AAA team out of uh, Syracuse. So the Mets did the smart thing, moved their AAA team to Syracuse. Right. So now, well, that's like uh, our flight max, probably shorter than uh, than that to get a player here quicker, opposed to where the Mets had to, you know, scramble and you know make decisions, you know, a day in as as a day in advance because the guy was all the way on the west coast. Well, so we shall see what happens uh, with this team.
0: You know what, with the Mets, like I said, everybody's saying that this is going to be like a doom and gloom type of thing right now. Robbie Cano, you know, the bright spot of the trade that they made was Edwin Diaz going out there and and getting themselves an actual closer to solidify this bullpen. But, Sean, with that being said, there's just a lot of a lot of things that are going on right now with the Metropolitans. But you know what? Like I said, it's just truly crazy to say the very least. But hey, the Mets what more can you ask for? You know what I mean? They're trying. Brody Van Witten's trying. So That's the one thing
1: we we can't say. The Mets just didn't you know, sit still and stand still. The Mets went out. They tried to get guys, and they brought in guys. They made some trades. They made some deals. And, you know, if the trades work, then, you know, well, Brody's going to look like this master guy. If, if the trades fail... What the Mets are going to say, what they've been saying for the past 20 years. Right. We told you so. This guy stinks. Get him out of here. Yeah. We told you so. Yep. This guy stinks. I think the Severino injury will, I think that's going to scare the Mets off from signing any of these pitchers long-term. I really, really do.
0: Absolutely. I'm on Instagram Live right now, and I got a couple people uh, that are on here right now. Uh, One, Johnny Mass. Johnny Mass. He says, "Let's talk about LeBron. This is just questions right now. Let's talk about how LeBron James is not a top player in the NBA. In our previous episode that we just recorded, John, we just talked about this and we talked about LeBron. You know, is he still one of the better basketball players in the world? Absolutely, he is. But with that being said, the father time's catching up to the guy." He is. It is absolutely. There's no way, shape, or form that LeBron's gonna keep on doing what he's doing right now. So that's just factual, you know.
1: All you need to know if if he's still one of the best players before he got hurt, the guy was, an averaging twenty-seven points. Right. He's come back. He's averaging twenty-seven points. Exactly. That's all you need to know about if, if he's still one of the best guys.
0: Uh. Also, he ex. Johnny Massa also asks, what happens to put him on any team and they are a finals team? I'm sorry? If you put LeBron James on the any team, are they a finals team?
1: No. I think, um, now, now, if you put him on any team in the East, in the East, yeah, because he approved that. He went from the Heat all all those years before. He went to Cleveland and those three, I mean three or four, so in the East here, like if every, he's on the Bucks finals, Philly finals, Pacers finals, whoever, on the West as we see now, the West is a much much it's a d- different beast out there uh, in the West, and you do you, you and you're not even dealing with just um Golden State right, Denver's having a great year, the Jazz are making a strong push, OKC
0: still there, the Spurs
1: are the Spurs. A lot of teams to deal with
0: uh, in the West. And then not only that, too, I mean, we also look at how valuable a star LeBron is, okay? The guy's making $35 million a year. Now, if you put him around other guys that are around his age and making maybe a third of that money that he's making right now, there's a lot of things that ultimately uh, can be said. You know, why is he making this much money? Past performance, all that stuff. I get that the, a contract can really break, break or mm-hmm. uh, make or break the chemistry of a team. Mm-hmm. But with that all being said, can we put this to rest now? That if he were to go on to any team, they'd be finals contenders. You know, probably not. No. But for for the time being, I think. Let's hold our horses here for a second. This is still one of the best players in the league. So, also, one other question for you. Top 10 players in the league right now. Top 10? Yeah. Right now. Sheesh.
1: Can we go with, like, a top five first? (laughs) And then go? Yeah, sure. To go from 10 to 1, listen, I still got to put LeBron one. I still got to put LeBron one. Uh... Yannis is two. Um K D three LeBron Giannis K D four I would probably have to go Harden and then top five top five top five top five uh Westbrook So LeBron Giannis KD Harden Westbrook Okay But there's a lot of Ties Like you could put The third best player Is also Paul George You could put the fourth best player Is also Ben uh, Simmons Simmons, Right
0: I mean my top five Would be Giannis Probably put uh, Kawhi Leonard in there Um You know, maybe I'm out of touch with basketball now more so because of the fact that um, I've been following the Islanders a lot more. Hockey has taken over your life. You know, hockey has taken over for sure. (laughs) But uh, I don't know. You know, there's there's a lot of – Kevin Durant, obviously, Mm -hmm. is one of the better players out there in the league. So that's three. Um, I wouldn't put James Harden four or in the top five. He would be definitely – Six or seven But it's still Like I said A big man You know If you had to You would have to put Some of the bigger names Out there Um, Even Even a guy like Stephen Curry I wouldn't put in the top five no. uh, Anthony Davis Another guy
1: That's who I was showing This side between Right the Westbrook was Davis But and Davis has always hurt man
0: And then you look at This is gonna be A funny one here I would have to go either with Joel Embiid or Ben Simmons at that fifth spot.
1: No, no, that's that's not funny at all. Embiid is the best at his um, uh, position. Jokic and him are going to be one and two best centers for the for the, for the next five ten years, easy.
0: Absolutely, but also too, you know, I you look at Westbrook and. Westbrook is the focal point of that offense, and he's a he's a freak of nature when it comes down to it. But you know what, bro? With with everything that's said right now, with the with the uh, with the way how the games played today, there's so many point guards that could absolutely dominate now. There's no hand checking rule; the guards can control most of the offense, and I feel like there's more of a personality where it comes down to bringing in. Uh, you know putting in money into the seats and everything like that, you know. But as far as like trying to build a team, I would choose those 5 over any point guard right now in the league. Yeah. I would. Yeah. And you know what too? Like I said, man, there's uh one more question. You know, if LeBron were on the Knicks, would he, would they be a would they be a playoff contender or even a finals contender? No. Anything that James Dolan touches turns to dog shit. Sorry to say that.
1: LeBron or this year's Knicks? Yeah, LeBron of this year's Knicks. They're not even a playoff team in the East. <laughs> in they, they're not even a, a, a playoff team. Of the who is LeBron playing with? Alonzo uh, Chitra?
0: And before Kevin Kristaps uh, Porzingis got, got traded, you know, no, no. Next, next, you know. No, the next, the next, anything James Dolan touches turns to shit. These guys sell the franchise. He has to, and he's not because they're a four billion dollar, uh, they're a four billion dollar sports right. franchise. So, come on, it's no. Moving on now to football, Sean. I know the we talked about the Jets recently. They have the number three pick coming up. They have a hundred million dollars in cap space, but. I want to talk about the Giants. I know I'm wearing a lot of Jets gear. That's fine. um, Dude, what's going on with them, man? You're seeing tweets from Odell Beckham Jr. with weird emojis going on right now. You're seeing Landon Collins. He just got franchise tagged, it looks like, but he wants to get traded.
1: No, no, no. Uh, Landon Collins did not get the tag. Oh, he did not? So that's that, uh, that was the whole beef. Um, Yesterday was the last day for any teams to franchise tag guys. Landon Collins did not get the tag. It would have cost the Giants eleven point one five million, right, to keep him for that one year, and the Giants said no. What has Giants fans upset? is almost like what has other fans upset is the fact of we could have traded the guy and got compensation for him. And a lot of, and and so the so a lot of people are saying, oh well, the Giants are saying. He's a terrible cover safety, and safeties don't make $11 million. And a lot of people are saying, but you guys knew this during the season. Mm-hmm. You guys just did not realize or discover this now. So, to me, Will, here's what I think happened, Will. I think the Giants had every indication on bringing Landon Collins back. And then re- and then keep in mind, Will, after the trading uh, the d- the deadline, which in – the NFL is, I believe it's week eight or week nine. I think it's week nine. Well, after the trading deadline, Landon Collins got hurt. And he had the shoulder surgery role that ended his year. Well, I think the Giants know more about that shoulder than everybody else does. On top of that, Will, now the Giants' GM, right? Mr. Dave Hedelman he came from the Carolina Panthers, well. Well, if you look at the, how he ran the team, well, will he spent money in every phase of the team except for one phase? Can you guess what phase of the team he did not have one long term contract on, Will? Offensive line. Secondary. Where does Lannon Collins play? Secondary. Secondary. Right. I think Dave Ginneman's gonna build this secondary throughout the draft. He's and if he does sign a guy, it won't be to a uh, eleven, twelve, thirteen million dollar a year deal. It'll be like a two year, eight million dollar, two year, nine million dollar deal. And I think he believes you pay the premium spots, mm-hmm. offensive line, defensive line, quarterback, receivers, yada yada yada. So listen, this just falls in the track record of the guy that's running the team. That's how he's always ran the team. So But what I think the whole uproar is that you're about to lose a three-time Pro Bowl safety who's only 25 years old, and
0: you're you're not even getting a bag of chips for him back. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. You know, and the crazy part about all this, too, he's an all-pro safety. Right. He is. Right. And like you said, Sean, to let him go for nothing is just absolutely crazy. Even a guy like Odell Beckham Jr., is he going to go on the trade market? We'll see. The Steelers said that uh, Antonio Brown Will 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 be
1: traded by Friday. I think they have a team in mind. And, Will, you're hearing that the Redskins were interested, the Raiders were interested, my Titans were interested. Mm-hmm. The Raiders have all the conversation in the world. Will, the Oakland Raiders have five of the first 86 picks in the 2019 draft, Will. Five of the first 86 <laughs> That is a lot of draft capital to move up, move down, or trade for a, a OBJ and Antonio Brown or whatever the case is. So
0: Absolutely. And then to get back to the Landon Collins thing, we have a Instagram follower named Eric Fischetti. He's the one that's from uh, Nassau Community College. So shout Eric. out to Eric. He's awesome with a capital A. Um, he says, I think it's dumb that the Giants let Landon Collins walk away for nothing. We just mentioned it just now, literally. Literally just mentioned it <laughs> a couple of seconds ago. And you're right. It's like letting – It's Sean, you said the best. It's like letting John Tavares go for nothing. But John Tavares was the captain of the New York Islanders, and he wanted to win here and everything like that. And he even said, please don't trade me. But shit happens. So, you know what? Sometimes you got to bite the bullet here in that situation.
1: Well, it's one of those things where well you also look and at it too and again, was he the best coverage safety? No. But well he he well he was on this team for four years. Well he led the team in tackles all four years. A safety. Right. A safety. <laughs> Let the team in tackles. You would you see your linebacker like the Luke Keekleys of the world, the Darius Leonard of the world. Right. Back in the Jets' days, the uh, the Mo uh, Lewis's uh, of the world will, but a safety-ledger team
0: in hurt? tackles. Who did Mo Lewis hurt uh, again?
1: Uh, don't remind. Don't remind.
0: Yeah. I'm not going to remind myself either <laughs> because it's been almost 18 years. <laughs> Since, uh... Mo
1: Lewis, you should have just let him run without a bounce. Should have <laughs>
0: let Drew so run, yeah. Uh, whatever, it is. Whatever. You just had to let him just run about.
1: <laughs> but anyway, um... Yeah, well, so, you know, well, it's, well, so NFL free agency starts next week, Thursday. That's when the league year starts, 2019 league year. So teams could, you know, um make deals and visit free agents and call guys and all that stuff. For us. So, well, I think it's going to be a crazy free agency. Be- and not only with the free agency guys, the trade guys. Yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. you look at guys that could, could get traded OBJ, Demarcus Lawrence, D Ford, Flacco already is on the move. So, there's a lot of players that could see. And now we're hearing that Nick Foles is going to uh, uh Jacksonville which I think is a good fit because they need someone steady there in the worst way. So. But is he the right fit? John D. Filippo was the quarterback coach in Philly when he won the Super Bowl. He's now the offensive the coordinator there. So at least from a, from a play standpoint, he's going to get it. But the offensive line, they have to fix that. They have to probably get another weapon or two for him. But, well, they're going to give the ball to Leonard that 25 times a game, and I think... They're going to have Nick Foles play point guard more than a, sh- a shooting guard.
0: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, you know, you got to see what happens over there with uh... with regards to the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars and where Nick Foles is going to go to and all that.
1: But uh... Uh, Gut feeling, Will, I think Antonio Brown goes to I don't think they're going to trade him within the
0: NFC. I think he's going to go to San Francisco.
1: I think. I don't think so. Why? I don't think they're going to trade him to, one, the NFC because they're probably going to see him or they want to avoid seeing him at all costs. Will, number two, why trade a player that just bashed your franchise? Why trade him to where he wants to go? (laughs) Like, absolutely not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Will, you know who did the same thing? The um basketball The uh p- uh p- Anthony Davis No uh Pacers Paul George went and out of Indiana in the worst way They said okay cool They traded you to Oklahoma City
0: <laughs> Yeah
1: They didn't trade you to New York, Brooklyn, LA To South Beach They traded you to Oklahoma City Now he ended up liking it there mm-hmm. But listen We're not going to trade you where you want to go Will Gun to my head Will I think it's the Redskins or, will a surprise team here, Green Bay. They have two first-round picks. They could trade one and a, a one and a third, a one and a fourth. Washington or Green Bay, gun to my head, the Packers end up with Antonio Brown. You put him next to Devontae and Adamsville, I think Aaron Rodgers will be back to his
0: MVP ways. Yeah, you got to see what happens over there with regards to the trade market. But here are the top 10 free agents right now, according to Greg Rosenthal and Chris Wessling of NFL.com. Le'Veon Bell is ranked number one, Earl Thomas number two, Trey Flowers number three, Nick Foles four, Lynn Collins five, Anthony Barr linebacker six, C.J. Mosley seven, K.J. Wright eight, former Jet Sheldon Richardson is number nine, and the Honey Badger, Teron Mathal. Right? Am I saying his name right? Tyron Matthew. Tyron Matthew. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for coming through again, Sean. Yes, sir. He rounds out the top ten. Notable mentions, Nadam Sue, Preston Smith, Lamarcus Joyner, Zagy Cedarius Zadarius Smith, Tevin Coleman, Ronald Darby, Darryl Williams, Bradley Roby, and Jared Cook. So, see what happens there on the free agent market.
1: Well this is why I I I even guys put out these mock drafts because in a week or two when these free agent age, agents sign, you you're gonna have to make a new one because well, teams fill some of these holes through Yeah. Of uh, the free agency.
0: Yeah. It's also too when you go through the draft, it's you draft for need, not want. You know, a lot of quarterback a lot of teams want a quarterback, but if there's a pressing need for pass rusher, you go out there and get it, you know. And then sometimes you got to bite the bullet there with regards to quarterback position. So,
1: speaking of the quarterback position, well, what are you? What's your thoughts on Mister Five for Ten, Kyler Murray? Well, a lot of people are saying he's Patrick Mahomes, but shorter, which is a good comparison. But
0: I guess I mean I don't know. I don't know what to think of Kyler Murray because we all thought that he was going to go play baseball with the Oakland Athletics. Correct. And realistically, that's what he should do. But, you know, he's looking at it from a, a financial standpoint and so be it. It is what it is. Um, He could probably be the first two sport athlete in a while. You know what I mean? That, And imagine if the NFL and the MLB does this, you know what I mean, where they could go out and they could let these guys actually play. You know, with regards to uh, playing the two sports during the same season. That would be nuts if they were to do that. Well, he's
1: 100% committed to football, football but the it. A's have his rights. Right. In case he was to come back, the A's could trade him or keep him or whatever. Right. He says, well, I like Kyler Murray. My only thing with Kyler Murray is, it's, well, it's not even the height. Because, listen, the and the the National football, football League is moving to where you have to run, you have to be mobile, because these defensive ends are, are getting taller, faster, stronger, so on and so forth. So you have to have some type of escapeness, for lack of a better term, to your game. Well, however, well, my only thing with Kyler Murray is the team he goes to. Because I think guys like Kyler Murray, not every offense is going to work. Can the team change your whole offense for you? Or can you fit to what offense that they're going to run? Well, I'll give you a perfect um, example. If Arizona takes him, Cliff Kingsbury recruited Kyler uh, uh, Murray. Murray the same time he recruited Patrick. Uh, right. Now, he got Mahomes and he forgot about Murray because he had Mahomes. Yada, yada, yada. Can Kyler Murray run like King, uh, Kingsbury system? Yes. Can Kyle Murray run Pat Shermer's offense uh, in New York? Maybe not. But if the Giants take him, do the Giants want to scrap their offense and make one fitted for fitted for him? One that you know he can be successful at. That's going to be the key. Not not even the team, the scheme. Because if the scheme fits well, I think he's going to be amazing. If the scheme does not fit well. He's going to be out of the league in two or three years. As simple as that.
0: And the two teams that control, I feel, the destiny of every NFL franchise for the next 25 years is the Cardinals and the Jets. Really? Both those teams can trade their picks. And you're looking at generational-type pass rushers coming out. Quentin Williams... Nick Bosa. You're looking at a guy... Rashawn Gary. Rashawn Gary, right. You're looking also at a guy that has 1% body fat in... uh, I forgot the receiver's name.
1: DK Metcalf, who's the nephew of Eric Metcalf.
0: Right. And Mm -hmm. he's putting up numbers. But then again, we all look at these combine numbers and we're saying to ourselves, they're great and all, but can he actually produce on an NFL level? And then you know, we look at the quarterbacks, Kyler Murray and Dwayne Haskins, can they ultimately, you know, be legit starting quarterbacks in the NFL? And if teams do decide to trade up here and trade away most of their draft capital just to go after that one player, you know, it's It's crazy, bro. It's crazy to think that that two teams right now that actually have starting quarterbacks on their team, Josh Rosen, number one, and Sam Darnold, number two. I get everything that you said with Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray. I get that to the fullest 100%. But, Sean, you're talking about the destinies of multiple NFL franchises on the line come NFL Draft Day. It's
1: crazy. Well, I think Caden is gonna be good. I think Dwayne Haskins is, is gonna be good. But well, you well, this is a time of year where people critique, critique, critique people. They tweak. They say this. They say things. Well, a perfect example, and I'm gonna end the football discussion on this one. Mm-hmm. Two years ago, NFL experts, pundits, savants—you can name it. This is one of the worst quarterback drafts. There's no franchise quarterbacks here. All these guys come from non NFL systems. The learning curve is going to be too much. Yada, yada, yada. Okay. Draft day comes. First quarterback off the board. Well, do you know who that was? Chicago Bears. Trubisky. Bingo. Second quarterback off the board. Patrick Mahomes. Number ten, and Number they traded, and they
0: traded for that. They play.
1: traded all the way up with Houston. They traded down. Houston traded down, and who do they take? Well, Deshaun Watson. Well, the last time I checked, well, two years from that draft, well, that was twenty sixteen draft. Well, two years now, two full seasons. Well, well, when I look at the playoffs this past year, well, I, I saw the Chicago Bears. I saw the Houston the Texans. And I saw the Kansas City Chiefs, all with home games because they won their the division, with these same quarterbacks that people said the learning curve was too much. They'll never get it. The They're going to be bust.
0: The experts, right. The experts.
1: Right. Well, it goes to show you some people will... What's that saying? We 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 know... You know something. We don't. But nothing at all. Something. Right. Okay. I, I get no, no, where you're no. coming from. Um, I, I don't know. Well, the more we know, the less I understand. Right. The more these experts talk well, the less they know. Now, do, now did we know Patrick Holmes was going to blaze the NFL on um, a fire will No. But he did. Mitchell Trubisky found a coach who fit him. Trubisky's one of the best young players in the, the game. And I don't know how people thought Deshaun Watson was going to be a bust. Deshaun Watson beat Alabama. Alabama's the closest thing to a pro team that we have ever seen in the college game. And he beat them, and he almost beat them twice. He should have beat them twice. So to me, there was no bust potential in him. Well, if you redraft that... San Francisco does not have Jimmy G. They have one of those three uh, players, Will. The right. experts. Right. San Francisco took Solomon uh, Thomas right. with that third pick. well, before I said his name, did you even know who the hell Solomon Thomas was? No. Thank you very much. The experts. Well, this draft may not have uh, Patrick Mahomes, but it could have, and it will have, a uh, Dwayne Haskins, Will. And Dwayne... The Haskins doesn't have to be Patrick Mahomes, but what if Dwayne Haskins is himself? He could be pretty, pretty good, and that's all an NFL a franchise needs. And then you talk about
0: the total opposite here of NFL drafts. Remember two thousand and eleven? Two thousand eleven. Yeah, we went number
1: one. Two thousand eleven was that. Uh um uh, Russell? O- Oakland?
0: No. That was two thousand seven. Give you one more hint. Okay.
1: Uh two thousand eleven, who went first? Yeah. Two thousand eleven first pick uh quarterback, I'm assuming.
0: Okay. You're you're close. You're warm. Uh
1: damn, well I don't want to waste waste all the time. Cam Newton. Wow, yes. Yes.
0: Remember, they had Jimmy Clausen. Jimmy Clausen. Yeah, Jimmy Clausen backing up. And when we were at Nassau Community College, I said they should keep Jimmy Clausen, and you know, see build their offensive line. And you know, I'm wrong. I'm wrong on that. Right. You know what I mean. Um, who were the other two quarterbacks that went in the first round
1: of that draft? Yeah, I feel like my Titans were one of them.
0: They were. Who did they draft?
1: Mr. Jake uh, uh, Locker? Yes. God, was he a bust. Right. He was so bad. I don't know what they saw in him. Um, Jake Locker, and I want to say the other guy was... Can you give me a hint, Will, please? Jacksonville
0: Jaguars, first-round pick. Blaine Gabbard. Correct. <laughs> Remember they were all on the cover of Sports oh, Illustrated? Yes, yes, yes. And they were supposed to be touted as the next best quarterback class.
1: Wow. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. Well, to this day What may the Titans take Jake Locker Well, Jake Locker had a losing record in college Yeah (laughs) I don't know How do you draft a loser in college?
0: Yeah Skills (laughs) combine Skills combine and the need for a quarterback That's what happens
1: Wow Well, any final thoughts on baseball or football?
0: Um... Not really, outside of Jamie Collins getting released by the Browns.
1: They just gave a contract like two years ago.
0: I know. <laughs> uh, who else is out there right now? That's pretty much about it. But, uh, yeah, nothing really on baseball. You're going to probably see a lot of names coming up in the next couple weeks signing. Did you see Bryce Harper it's tampering? Oh, well, yeah. I would
1: love a Mike Trout here. I would love Mike Trout here. Well, it could
0: happen. It, it will happen. I Mike Trout's going to come back to Southern New Jersey he's, he's and Philadelphia. He's a New Jersey guy, right. It, it's going to happen. He's a New Jersey it's guy. Gonna it's going to happen. It's going to happen. A
1: team in the Bronx.
0: No, it's not. It, no, nope. well, you never know. Nope. It's not happening. Well,
1: he has, what, two years left, I think, Trout. Sean. This, correct? Sean. Will, will, you mean to tell me if Carlos Stanton does not work out in the next two years, he is gone. He is gone.
0: Still got Aaron Hicks for, locked up for another five. And that's five.
1: one spot. You got Judge in the other spot. Okay. And I don't want to hear, hear about Clint or Frazier, Will. Okay. Because if you tell a fan, except you because you're Mr. Farm, if you tell <laughs> uh, a guy, Clint Frazier or Mike Trout, Will... The millions or billions of other. Absolutely. Fans Everybody's going to want planet, Mike, Trout, but, Mike Trout.
0: But you have to realize this where where do you see him all the time? Mike Center. Trout. No, where do you see Mike Trout outside of Angel Stadium? Uh, what do you mean? Where do you see home. him? Where do you see home, him on home, TV? Philly. Correct. Home, yes. You see him at Eagles games. At Eagles games, right? You right. see him at Sixers Philly. games. You see him at Flyers games. You see him all over the place having a Philly cheesesteak. It's it's a real possibility.
1: And they're only giving Harper $25 million a year. He'll get
0: 50 They could give him 50. Trout can get 50
1: Could you imagine a team with Harper and Trout?
0: Yikes. <laughs> we, so we,
1: we will save that conversation for two years from now, and that's even a thought <laughs> from now.
0: Could happen via trade, too. It could happen, right. Will, awesome job
1: as usual. Brian on the ones and twos. Awesome job as usual shout out to Matt and Brianna Peters here at Gotham podcast a, a Studios I am your host Sean
0: T I have a final thought yes well Sean Avery come on the podcast oh. talk some Islanders uh oh talk some hockey talk some playoff hockey Sean Avery who's part of the Gotham podcast studio in network will yes so come on the show we would love to talk to you and you know hockey the playoff season's coming up like to hear your thoughts and Maybe you could air out a couple of grievances, too. I know you talked to a certain famous fan over uh, spitting chiclets. So would like to hear your take I on everything to going on. I see you and
1: him go uh, back and
0: forth. Well. I think that would be great. I, I know he's to- an agitator. <laughs> I know he's an agitator, so I'm ready for it. So <laughs> let's, let's, let's work on that. Let's work on that. Let's work Sean, that. come on. Yes. We're, we're all part of the Gotham Podcast Studios family. We're right here. Yeah. And we want to grow. We want to grow our show. Gotham wants to grow its... Uh, Fan base here. Right. Let's make it happen, bro. Let's right. make it happen. For the opinionated William Trutch, a.k.a. Will
1: C, <laughs> I am your also opinionated host, Sean Thomas, a.k.a. Sean T, for On the Board Sports, signing out.